Welcome to Creative Space Podcast, shining a light in the creative industry. I'm your host, Caleb Dundee, actor, comedian, director, writer, and musician. It's a podcast by creatives, about creatives, for creatives. Now, this week, we've got someone that I've known for a few months now, um, and is a really, really interesting performer. And I, I... they've got a lot of really good ideas and I'm just really excited for you guys to to hear what they've got to say so without further ado let's get into it hi I'm Estelle Warner and this is my creative space Hey guys, we're back for another episode and as you now know we've got a still one so let's start where we always do. What aspects of the self-made creative industry are you in? I'm part of the um, acting and theatre industry. Cool, cool. Like, Because um, obviously, or, or like, um, obviously we've, we've known each other for what, four months now? Something like that. Um, because of well the same uni but um <laughs> but um but i'm sure we can get properly into that later on but let's take it right back to the beginning what was a young you like and where did you grow up and how has that maybe influenced you going into this industry so i grew up um in orpington in kent until i was eight and then i moved to shepparton in surrey and i think um i'm not sure if it had much i mean I used to, obviously living near London, I went to the theatre a lot as a child. So I think that had an influence on the way I am now in terms of acting and stuff like that. Because from a young age, I was exposed to that. But I think, um, well, it was, I was thinking about it yesterday, actually, when I saw, because I was thinking about the questions that you you were going to ask me. And I was thinking that it kind of, when I, a lot of my, personality towards acting changed when I moved and I'm not entirely sure of why but well when I was younger like and before when I when I lived in Orpington um up until I was eight when I set up I've already said that sorry um yeah um, I was quite a showy child I kind of I was always wanted to be the center of attention the center of the spotlight and I think my mum encouraged this a lot with me um, she was always very perfectionist about the way that I performed and stuff. So she always took it very seriously that I was, I would like, for example, if the school, if my school that I was at was doing something to do with singing or acting, I would be like straight there, straight auditioning. And my, my mum would take it really seriously. She would like help me think of a song or a, something yeah. to, a piece to perform. And it wasn't as if I was young. She treated it as if I was like, like the age I am now. Yeah. And it was like a really serious thing and I would remember like we'd for example I was obsessed with singing when I was a child and we'd we'd rehearse the song and if I made a mistake a tiny mistake she'd be like do it again do it again mm. do it again so I have vivid memories of being like six seven and I'd be doing this I'd just be 
repeating songs over and over again until I got it perfect. Same with monologues and stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of I think that enforced it a lot. And was I that, think was that sort of was that did you enjoy that or was that sort of take away the fun for you? Um, I think honestly I enjoyed it okay. because I as I said, I was one of those people that was very I as I said, I loved being the centre of attention. I'm not like that yeah. now. But as a child, it didn't really matter that I was like that because it was like, I almost, I had this vision that I could literally do anything. I was one of those people, I was so set on the fact that I was like, I was going to be an actress when I was older. I was like, yeah, I have what it takes. Like as a child, I was like, obviously, yeah, as I said, I'm not like that now, um, just a clarification, but. Yeah, no, I yeah. think I, I think we're all sort of like, oh no, this industry isn't easy. Um, exactly, yeah. But it, that's what not, it knocks all the confidence out of you. you know, like, exactly. Oh, Oh, most of the time I'm just gonna get rejected. Great, okay. Exactly, but like as a child, I didn't even, I had like, even if I knew that, I was like, yeah, well, it's different for me. Like, it's different. I yeah. I could do it. And so that's why I kind of liked when my mum would do that with me because I was like, it was another opportunity for me to be like star of the show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but when I I mentioned earlier that it changed when I moved, and I think. I don't know if it's partly because of age, so partly because I was getting older, it was more like reality kind of sets in a bit. And I think you get to that awkward age where it's like, you're quite insecure and stuff like that. I don't know, or it could just be that when I moved, I wasn't this, I didn't, I went to a new school, I had new friends and I didn't just fit in with, as before, like I grew up, when you're like, a kid and you go to school and you've been to the, that school your whole life you've got like friends you're it's normal and that's but when I moved to Shepparton I the people were different and it wasn't that I didn't fit in but I wasn't I wasn't as I don't know I, I know it's, I, it sounds like I'm making it deep in something deep that it wasn't but I wasn't I don't know yeah I wasn't this kind of popular confident girl that I was yeah. when I was younger and I think that is because I moved and it was everything was different and even it was, that, it was sort of given given a chance to sort of reinvent yourself exactly that's and then I felt in that time that I kind of lost my confidence in a in a way and because the, as I said it was a different environment and I wasn't I was quite nervous shy then but also so being being that sort of age you're gonna be a yeah. lot more self-conscious anyway exactly I'm like, I'm like I mean, you're gonna be like oh um it matters what what like people think of me now when yeah I, obviously exactly. it doesn't but but being that age yeah honestly, that, that's... like being popular and having people like you matters yeah. a lot more exactly and that's what i mean and when you go to a different school at that age because i joined um i changed primary school so it was obviously like it, it was something that i only had like two years left or something and these kids have been with each other since reception or nursery so i was kind of like the outsider and i think that in some ways knocked my confidence a bit and i kind of i still was obsessed with singing and acting but i was much it was i lost what i was like when i was younger which was that nothing could like nothing could kind of get in my way i was just this i i wasn't like that anymore and i think that yeah yeah Cool. So, so you, you well, yeah, you were sort of, sort of almost one version of you until the age of eight, and then a different yeah. version of you, exactly, from like, yeah, from like nine onwards, almost. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of just forms the way that I am now. I'm not as obviously like I'm not like 
I'm not this you're kind not, of you're not the same person you were when you were nine but exactly yeah but but yeah the the indefinite things that have that have happened that have had a much bigger shift in who you are yeah exactly okay let's let's talk a bit about about because you mentioned school briefly then where did you study where are you studying at the minute what are you studying um because obviously we've mentioned we um that, that we're, we're at the same uni but um but what what before then in terms of education um sort of really confirmed for you that like this is where you want to be um and how has that led on to you wanting to go and study where you are well i think um I went to a mixed secondary school um, and I I was still um, I was still like obsessed with acting and performing and I performed in um, I did a few performances like outside of school as well which were a massive thing for me at the time I was like I you know like when you're a kid like when you're I was in year seven my first when I did um, a performance of Pygmalion with yeah. a theatre company and I that was one of the things that like that was one of the things that contributed to me knowing for sure that this is what I wanted to do and as I said at the time I didn't even have a big a massive role it was a small cast but I my role was normal average mm. uh, but I was so I remember being so excited to do it and I was just like I knew when I was up on stage I was like this is like this is it I want to do this and then I did like I I did um a performance of Little Women I remember in year nine and that contributed it to it as well but I didn't do I didn't do singing or anything at all really at secondary school I think because I was surrounded by so many other girls who liked singing as well, that I kind of just thought, well, it's not really anything. I'm, I don't, as I said, I don't, it's not, it wasn't anything sad, I didn't really care, but it was kind of like, I, everyone else wanted to do singing. So it was kind of like, oh, well, it's, I'm not really gonna get noticed in a, such a big crowd, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a sort of thing of, um, I, I, I was the singer, before then but now everyone's a singer so exactly yeah so that's what i mean it wasn't really i didn't really feel like i needed to cultivate that i just kind of it was like a hobby that i had loved but i wasn't yeah as you said everyone's the singer so it's kind of like i didn't yeah. really bother with it but obviously i still i've always loved music so i still of course did it like in my free time like personally mm. alone but it wasn't i didn't perform or anything but i yeah. still acted and then but when I moved to then I changed schools for sixth form I went to a um a private school for what that was boys a boys school up until sixth form yeah and then it's mixed school and so there were only five girls including me okay, okay. Whole yeah, yeah. So then like how, it, how many to put that into perspective how many were there in the sixth form so there were 30 boys in our year I think no 30 of us in our year and yeah. then there were the upper sixth I think yeah so it was it was a very weird environment to be in but yeah. I'm saying that it was it was nice because it was because you were there were because we were in such a minority they the teachers everyone was like um wanted us to do the performances the drama performances do singing and stuff like that so I was noticed in that aspect and that's that kind of reignited my 
like no I don't want to say love for, for acting and love for singing but because I always enjoyed acting yeah but it especially during the, my time at sixth form where I was yeah I was a minority and then also I was one of the out of the five girls I was the only one that liked to sing yeah. and so yeah. they every every possible concert or singing concert and stuff like that I would always be like volunteering to do it yeah. and it was just through this definitely my last two years at sixth form 100% made me realize that this is like I want to go into the acting industry 100% yeah. and it, I just it always it always gave you that that thing before you moved where you were like oh yeah. I'm I'm the I'm the main singer person now and I'm the main yeah. performer now um because because sort of being in a minority is almost play to your, to your advantage yeah exactly yeah and that's that's what it yeah it was really like that and it wasn't like it, i also because it was a weird environment mm. and i was surrounded by very big personalities i often felt that i was i don't know i was quite insecure in the time that i was there okay. in terms of being yeah i was surrounded by big personalities and i was kind of thought that oh well what I'm doing is it am I being loud enough funny enough um confident enough and so I was kind of during this time I was quite a quiet person and I feel like I've not quiet but I feel like I've changed since being at uni I haven't been at uni for very long now yeah but you when I was in that kind of environment it wasn't it was up and down I think um and so the only the one thing that like remained a kind of constant for me um, which I felt like people kind of saw me for how I wanted, like how I really was, was when I was singing, when I was acting. Yeah. And this was kind of the thing that I realized, like when I was doing it, people like afterwards, like when I'd go on stage, I felt like I was not surrounded by these kind of insecurities and worrying about what people thought about me. Because when I was on stage, I was like, I was truly me, if that makes sense. Yeah. And this kind of when I like, also when I'd come off stage and then there were people, I'd hear people clapping and I'd be thinking, wow, they're clapping for me. And I, this, I feel like that feeling made me realize that this is, that you, I can't get that feeling anywhere else. And this is why I want to go into the acting industry. That, yeah. that feeling of being on stage and then coming off and you know, everyone's like, everyone is clapping for you. And it's just, I don't know, there's something about that. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing is I, I always think that, um, that like you're nervous until you step on stage yeah exactly and then, and then you're just in it and you're loving it and then and then soon yeah. as you step off the adrenaline kicks in again because exactly. it's like oh my word i did that that was amazing and people are showing that like they enjoyed it yeah exactly you've literally that's you've literally summed it up that's what i mean and that yeah. that feeling is like it's so amazing like yeah i can't really yeah because that's what i mean i can't really think of another it's, example of when you can feel like that it's, it's one of those feelings where like you can't it's you can't tell people about it it's just like you just yeah. have to experience it and yeah, then you know exactly. what i mean and yeah a hundred percent yeah it's, it's so true but now I'm studying at, um, yeah, as you mentioned, I'm now at UAL yeah. and I'm studying acting and performance. So I think, I definitely think that was the, the right uh, choice for me in terms yeah. of course. Well, that's, that's the thing with, with the, the thing of going to a drama school is like, like you're, you were saying that like, um, 
there were loads of when you were in so secondary school there were loads of people who were who were performers and singers and that and so um and so you sort of felt it found it harder to stand out I think, I think that's yeah. there's almost the same in in a drama school but but like in a different way because it's like it's like um if if you if you were to say oh oh I was the lead in my school in my, in my, my school musical everyone would turn around and be like yes yeah, so was I yeah like it like fight fight um it's like okay cool but what's what what what's your actual USP because we all have that yeah that, that's all of us but um or we've all been been the lead in this thing or that thing and um so it's it's, it's a weird sort of it's a weird sort of switch but but I guess this time you're it's not it's not well well you you tell me how you found it it, it for me it didn't feel like people were, were competing it felt like everyone's everyone's like yes yes I was a lead and so were you but yeah. but but I want you to do well and and let's let's all bring each other up instead of instead of fighting for the one role that's yeah I agree with that last bit and you'd imagine it to be that it would be really competitive but since being here I've, I haven't really felt that I feel like maybe because with acting I know that the way that I sometimes if I'm feeling like that why would someone choose me to act in something when there's thousands millions of other actors out there who could yeah. do the same well I think about it as like there are so many when you watch a movie or you watch multiple movies there are so many different different types of actors different people yeah. no, no one seems to look the same there's so it's kind of like there is room for everyone in a way and I think like, that's a drama I'm gonna say the a great a great sort of duo that that shows the the two the two completely different sides of actors is showing the film um, like 21 Jump Street Street when you've got Channing Tatum next to Jonah Hill yeah it's like they are two completely opposite types of people who so, yeah. complement each other so well yeah exactly and they need you can't not everyone can be the same it's like that's why I feel like and that's what I feel like at UAL like it's not it doesn't feel like a competitive environment yeah it's not like it, but but also Vic, um in on on your course as of mine it's like it's like there isn't one performance being made and there's so many parts it's like yeah. everyone's doing a performance everyone's got a part and everyone's part is as yeah. important as each other's exactly yeah so I don't yeah I I don't feel like it's a kind of maybe it maybe because it isn't a drama school as such maybe because it's a university yeah I think I think it's I think UAL isn't specifically a drama school but 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 Wimbledon definitely is um but it's not I I I know what you mean in the in it's not your your traditional drama school like like just a rada your lambda um it's where like we're doing this method and it has to be done this way there's there's way more more space to be like no just try it and we'll see if it works great if it doesn't 
that's fine at least now we know um so yeah um okay how was there anything was there a specific moment um maybe in education or before then that that just made it all click into place for you for you to be like yeah this is the industry for me was there a particular show was it maybe in in a rehearsal i know you you talked about sixth form saying that was the thing that sort of cemented it for you but was there something even more specific in that 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 was like yeah no this is what i have to be doing yeah i think there was well i think the main thing that really cemented it the moment when it was like it all sort of clicked into place in my mind was when i i was performing in um i i was performing in blood brothers um as the mother the main character mrs johnston mm. and i um but i was the it wasn't i sound really arrogant saying the main character but it was because they, as i said there were only there were so few females yeah that it was any opportunity i'm not no, trying but, to but still it's like it's like if you if you if you if you if you, if you, if you were a main character it's like big it up you did it like you you, you played that role like <laughs> i know yeah that's and that was kind of like that was probably my favorite play that i've ever done mm. i think just because of the, the way that i told you earlier like when i was on stage mm. i did feel i felt so confident in my role which is not something i feel in like normal daily life and i think the one of the moments the main moments was when i think it was on the second night we were i did a scene with um the boy who played my son in it mickey and it i can't even remember what the scene was about now but it was i think it was meant to be dramatic um and i just sort of performed it i did it how i'd always done it and when i went off stage the audience were clapping and i that my teachers were standing on the side up backstage and they were like Estelle can you hear that and I was like yeah what about it and they said they're not meant to clap in this moment but they are clapping they're clapping for you and I was like no I, I don't think so because I just didn't really I don't know you just don't really I don't I find a lot when I'm acting when I'm singing that I kind of don't really pay attention to what I'm doing I sort of just do it and yeah. that's when I, I think I probably perform best then when I'm not overthinking it but you know, I would, is, you want to rehearse to a point where like natural. it doesn't feel like it's just muscle memory at that point where exactly. it's just, yeah it's just like okay okay we're gonna do act two scene seven it's like yeah. and then, like action and you're just doing it it's not conscious yeah exactly so you're not it's not even conscious yeah you're just yeah. think you're in the moment and I think yeah they told me my teachers told me that they were clapping and they weren't meant to so they were clapping after i performed a scene but mm. they'd obviously liked it and that's why they were clapping i know it sounds really dumb it sounds really mm. obvious but it was just like that they the fact that they weren't that they were clapping for something i'd done in that scene and that they were clapping the knowledge that they were clapping for me and they weren't it wasn't that they had to clap that, that they chose to I don't know it was something in that moment and I realized like oh my god I'm getting I don't know in some ways validation it was it was like the the validation that I can do it I that I don't need to doubt myself that I can I can actually do it if I like if I want to yeah. and I think it sort of clicked in that moment for me as you said like the adrenaline and stuff like that like that kind of yeah I really feel like that cemented it in my mind awesome awesome so what what is it that, that you'd say motivates you to want to to perform and, and want to be 
yeah, doing this and in this industry, what is it that 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 makes you wake up every morning and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this. That's great. Um, I think a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons is that I know that I know even if there are some days when I feel like that I'm not like cut out for this or you know everyone has those moments yeah I think I remind myself that this is what has always made me happy mm. and I think even as I said even as a child I always loved doing stuff like this and I can't really imagine myself doing anything else and I yeah. th- it's kind of like it's yeah that is where my passion lies and I can't yeah I can't see myself doing anything else also I think as a child I always had such big ambitions for myself and I I know it sounds kind of cliche but I'd like my past self to be happy with what I, I if my past self could if my child's if my younger self could yeah. see what I was doing now I'd want her to be happy with what I'm yeah. doing and I'd want to think well I actually lived up to my expectations for what I wanted to do that I haven't disappointed myself so I think that kind of is a motivation for me in a way yeah I don't know. like it's like like whenever you were saying you can't see yourself doing anything else I, I was just thinking that's totally me because I'm I've like I'm just gonna say I've been rubbish at everything else I've done like, that's, that's what I feel too <laughs> I, I just, like I did I did two two years at college um doing animal management and somehow came out with best practical student and most of the time my friends would tell you I just I just stood there and watched um, exactly flourishing in it yeah and that's that's i had a moment like that as well though because i i was for a brief like period i was considering i'm not sure i'm not really sure why but um i was considering taking english at university because i studied it for a levels and i'm not sure why because i always found it difficult in the lessons yeah so um, but i yeah i'm not really sure what my logic was behind that yeah but i thinking the thing that put me off it was thinking when i go to university i'm going to see the other students who do acting yeah. and i'll they'll tell me yeah i do acting and i will i know that in my head i'll be thinking i wish that was me yeah and i yeah then i'm definitely not taking the right career path by doing yeah. well, English. That's, that's that's the other thing is is again with college if you were to ask any of my friends they'd say, they'd say that i spent my entire time talking about acting and exactly yeah i feel like he'd never shut up about it <laughs> and, and it's yeah, just like, so, so I don't think any of them were, were surprised when after I was like, "Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing this now," and I'm like, "Yeah, good." I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like you talked about it for long enough. Like, yeah, exactly. That's that's literally my point, though. Like, yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who who would you say inspires you? It doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be, um, someone in the same industry. It could be an athlete anything um who would you say inspires you um i would think my i think my like the person who inspires me the most is probably the actress gillian anderson okay. so i um i started i found out about her when i started watching the x files and mm. that's like one of my favorite tv shows and i was inspired by her character a lot as well even though she's in a completely different industry to I am the character, Dana Scully. And I think ever since then, I saw her, I saw Gillian Anderson's acting and I was just like, like amazed by 
her the way she's so versatile in terms of her the roles she plays can are often so different but she pulls them off so well and even as well just watching her it's she seems so convincing in her acting and that is honestly something that I like I can only hope that I could be um, yeah. what, as convincing as she is that's so cool yeah exactly <laughs> I think that's the thing, if you know when someone's a good actor, when it, it almost looks like they're not acting. Yeah, exactly. That's literally how I gauge it. Like, I see, I if it feels like they're not acting, if it feels like I'm actually watching a person, that's their, the character as reality, then yeah. I know that they're a good actor. And I think there's a, there's a bit of advice that I'm sure you've been given, and I think most actors have been given, where it's like, or a note most people are given that's like whenever you're given information like treat it as like you've never you've never known that information before treat yeah it exactly. the first time you're hearing it and yeah because then it seems convincing yeah as well. yeah exactly that's but what i mean i think i think that that's like similar in the similar line as as treat it as though you're not acting in that like if it if it seems like if you're doing a six month run of, run of a play and you get the same bit bit of news maybe like like oh oh this person's died every night but like you can make it and you can make it seem as though you you didn't know know that that before before yeah, that exactly. night even if even if someone's coming to watch it and maybe four months into the run yeah that, that's that's how you can gauge if someone's good good at what it is they do that is so true yeah that's actually a really good piece of advice but that's what i mean that's how i i see like that's why i think i liked um her acting is her acting so much of her work because i she just seemed so real to me yeah i think yeah also i think i've someone who inspires me a lot is um the singer mariah carey not yeah. because i'm not that i like i want to be like her in terms of her singing like, i know that that's like unobtainable um but because her voice is amazing yeah but just I, the way that she that she her, her the way that she's like she's been in the music industry since like the 90s since she was really young yeah. and went in there i recently read her autobiograph autobiography sorry and um she she said that she moved to New York when she was like 17 and she literally, she had like um, no money. Her family, she didn't really talk to her family. She had quite a bad upbringing. Yeah. And just the way that she's risen from that to such extreme success is so inspirational to me. Mm. Yeah, because it's, it, I think, sort of rags to riches story, whoever it is, is a massive yeah. thing. And, um, I think I think I think that is almost the best way to do it is to throw yourself into into the yeah, where you want to be, where you want where you want to be being be like right right you're there now prove prove that like that like you belong to stay here yeah exactly and, yeah and prove that like you deserve to stay here um and and that's when you know if someone really wants something or not because yeah. because you'll either see them sink or swim essentially yeah exactly and that's that is so inspirational to me not that i've come from like that like kind of background no but, but just that yeah she's done that it's just yeah it's amazing yeah, and there's always there's always bits of that like you can 
you can take into to, to what to what you do and and um even if it's even if it's something like like even if it's something just as simple as well if Dave's done it so can I yeah exactly your upbringing doesn't it doesn't really matter at that point it's just like well they've done it and I look up to them so I can do it yeah exactly it's sometimes just just that that mentality that will that will push someone to to believe they can do it I think as well what you said about this is kind of a side note but mm. off on a tangent now but <laughs> what you said about the like as you said if you if they can do it so can I I think a lot of what in what I think I can't, I can't speak um <laughs> I think that 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 mentality I've kind of taken on sometimes with in terms of like I when I was younger and I think a lot now even then you you kind of I I see famous people and I see actresses and I see that that whole world of acting is something that's kind of not a fantasy but it's something that like there's me ordinary and then there's that and that's like almost in like you imagine it in some kind of godly way unobtainable as I said and I think that realizing that that's not unobtainable has really helped me and I think part of this has been like from for example um I when I was about 12 I got acting tuition from someone from um who used to be on one of my favorite soaps yeah uh, away it's the Australian soap yeah. um, and I I don't know how my mum managed to do it mm. um but she came to London and then we met up and she gave me acting tuition and I feel like when she was when I met her I realized that she was this like actress who I'd seen on TV who I really looked up to yeah. and I realized that she was this also this ordinary person just like me just like everyone I see during the day during school whatever she Mm. that was something that kind of made me realize that it's not so impossible that like the acting industry isn't so impossible to get into in a way not that I'm putting her down or saying that she's ordinary but you know you know what I mean like yeah I think it's it it, it's not meant to be insulting it's more meant to be uplifting for you yeah exactly and I think also I had this kind of moment when I I in 2019 I think it was in the summer I went for this short course at RADA Mm. um just like something for 16 to 18 year olds and we it I loved it there but my whole life when I thought about RADA I thought about it as this place that was it was almost as I said like kind of a fantasy like it's something that you doesn't it doesn't feel like an ordinary person like me could go there could even be in the same same place as if yeah. that makes sense because it's it is so hyped up as such a big thing yeah. and i'm not it's not but when i went there i kind of realized that it's not it's not so distant if mm. that makes sense. yeah 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 and I think that now, if I was to audition there, I haven't auditioned there, but if yeah. I was, let's say, to do a master's there, I would be far less scared and worried about doing a master's, like doing an audition there or doing, or actually if I got in, which is unlikely, but <laughs> if I got in, it would be, it seems like such a less scary place. Yeah. The way that I went there and yeah. realised that it isn't so, yeah, it isn't in such a different world to me, mm. if that makes sense. I don't know if what I've said makes sense at all, yeah. but... Yeah. 
No, yeah, completely. Um, yeah, it's just like, no matter how much of a pedestal or somewhere, something or someone is put on, it's, it's not It's not anywhere near as, it, the hype is nowhere near as big as it seems. Exactly, and it's not actually such a big thing when you, even though it is a big thing, even though Rada is an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's not so, it's not so distant from where you are now, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yes, Rada is great, and yes, Rada produced these amazing performers, but but that doesn't in in any way mean that like that like you couldn't be one of those exactly. one of those performers. Yeah. You couldn't be in that in uh, like like you couldn't be studying there there. Um, it's because at the like, end of the day, rather even though it's brought out some great actors. It's just a drama school. Exactly. The That's same, what it's the, that, the same as Lambda, the same as Mount View, the same as UAL. Yeah. Like they're all they're all just drama schools. You come out with the same degree at the end of it. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like you it's the same as, as when I went there, when I met that actress. It mm. was like at the end of the day, she is just a person just like me. Yeah. And it's like I think that a lot of the time people, including myself, you kind yeah. of you separate your reality, your like you being an ordinary person to this great world of showbiz yeah. and it's two separate things. And I think that often like when you're trapped in that kind of mindset, you think that it's not possible for you to be in that other world. Yeah. But then you realize that like, it's not another, it's not another world. Like they interlink, it, it is possible. I don't know. I yeah. think that kind of changed my attitude towards the industry and gave me like a lot of courage, I think, to carry yeah, on. Yeah. Just, just out of out of curiosity, because you mentioned um, auditioning, where did you audition for? This is completely just just something for me, rather than. Yeah, no, I get. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this, I didn't. I was debating whether to audition at the drama schools like Rather Lambda, but then I kind of, I thought that, I know this is a very pessimistic attitude to take that I wouldn't get in, but yeah kind of thought I wasn't ready I because I kind of I see acting I see this whole the whole thing as a process mm. and it's almost like I want to go up I don't I know that sounds really odd because people always like um audition for everything you can just go don't believe that you can't do it blah 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 blah. and that yeah. kind of contradicts to what I've just said but I see everything as a process I kind of have it like mapped out in my own mind and yeah. I didn't I didn't actually audition for RADA or any of the drama schools because okay. I kind of thought that I wasn't. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready as an act as an actor to go there. Yeah, I, like like it's in in one sense I'm like yes, just audition for anywhere, but also I agree in like there's a lot of drama schools where where if you audition when you're 18, they'll turn you away and just be like come exactly. back when you've got some more life experience exactly um, and it, it's like it may not your ability won't even come into it you could be an incredible yeah. actor but but if if you don't have the right life experience then they're just they're just going to turn you away and rule you out it's not it's but it's yeah. not it's not them being mean it's no. like being like you're not ready sort of sort of I'd, I'd say mentally, but not not in the sense that like you might think. 
for like what 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 this is gonna be not, yeah. not like it's gonna be really really heavy and really hard for you to do but just like you've got to be able to tap into to to like certain certain emotions or certain experiences to be able to to, to convey what they need you to to convey and so, I mean- sometimes that doesn't happen without without the right life experience and I think part of it as well was that when I went there, when I went to RADA for the summer course, mm. I saw the other, the people who were doing what I'm doing now at RADA though, the older people. Yeah. And the class was really small. And most of the people there, they'd said that they'd auditioned five or six times and then they'd got in. But before yeah. that, they hadn't. So they were also quite a lot older than me. Not that I would have an issue with that. But mm. if I had got in, like in the one percent chance that I had, yeah. I think that I would have felt quite inferior to them. Yeah, and you'd, that, you'd have had, had like massive imposter syndrome. Exactly. And it's it's yeah. not. It's it's one of the things for us. Like, well, obviously I do deserve to be here because I've got a place, but also I don't feel like I deserve to be here because these people have have hustled and grinded so much more to uh, get exactly. here. So that's what I mean. That's why I kind of ruled them out just for now yeah. i think after i've done my degree here i mm. will consider them because i will be ready i think for something uh, i will ready for something more intense then yeah but for now like when i was choosing where to go i only auditioned for ual and um st mary's university in twickenham yeah yeah and then i just had to decide between those two and then mm. yeah I chose to go I've to you. I've got a funny story about about, about St Mary's. So I oh, really? I'd applied for there. Oh um, my god! Why? And and um and they um they basically had they made a mistake with an email when they sent an email um about me accidentally to me. Oh no! Which, oh my god! Which basically resulted in them sort of by default having to then offer me a place oh, oh. What so was i it? was so I, I was sort of like i mean yeah. i mean as much as it's called cool it like you're offering me a place i don't yeah. want to get in this way i don't yeah exactly getting off my merit rather than rather than you making a mistake and then and then sort of being a pity place yeah that is yeah i get you that thing that put me off it really was I I got um a place there but mm. I I thought that because UAL was specific to the arts whereas St Mary's was um doing other subjects as well that's what yeah. made me decide in my head right well UAL is the better one for me I think yeah yeah well that's, that's um like I well, I I went for UAL because Obviously, they've got the reputation for like for like drama center and for their yeah exactly the costume course and and that and and then and then um, I I just happened to find out that that like they were they were starting a new course course on contemporary theater and, oh, yeah and um and like and like, what what one of my mum's friends just said just said um, does he know about this. You should you should see if he wants to wants to apply um and so that's that's literally how i found out just by or 
um, what that's what sort of really pushed me to want to, to apply for UAL was yeah. Was well, well, they've got these great courses already, and now they're they're trying this one as well. There's there's no excuse not to. Um, yeah, exactly. And and it's like the fact they're because they sort of had theatres spread out across a few of their campuses, but but like to now see that they're putting theatre sort of every aspect of theatre entirely into one campus. Yeah. Cool, because it's just like you're not having to to travel from one side of London to the other to talk to for the access to talk to, to the costume people. It's yeah. just like it's it, it's now you're walking a hundred yards from one building to another okay. to talk to them. Um and it's it just it 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 makes it feel so much more like 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 whenever you're working on a project and you want and you want someone's opinion from from like a costume perspective or from a production perspective or something it's it's really easy to do and it's it makes the sort of thing of collaborating even if it's not a piece where you are necessarily sort of officially collaborating yeah it makes that a much easier thing to do and a yeah. much option definitely that's why one of the reasons as well why it appealed to me how everything was just in that one place like yeah. that makes so much sense to me yeah 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 because it's like it's like you don't it's like with with like Mountview everything's in one building with like with, with Rada it's in one building yeah all those places it's just it's all in one place because it's like why would we spread it out yeah exactly when when it all needs to be in one place anyway yeah um, definitely okay let's 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 think about five years into the future where do you want to be in five years time so um, in 2026 oh my um, um and and you're you'll have graduated from ual by that point so where do you want to be by then i think Honestly, I I would, as I mentioned earlier, I would like to maybe do a master's somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, and I think as well as that, I think I'd like to just be doing, um, working in theatre in, honestly, I know this sounds very vague, but working anywhere I can to do with acting. Because yeah. as long as I know this, again, this sounds very vague, but as long as I'm happy at the time with what I'm doing, um, and as long as it's something related to to what I've been doing now, yeah. I will be happy, if you know what I mean. And I also, I understand as well, as I said before, I think it's a process. So I think I have to build up my experience mm. um, and then hopefully just get bigger and bigger roles or bigger and bigger things that I'll be involved in. Yeah. So I think I would, I think I would like to be, yeah, probably working in theater most likely yeah what um just just is that in in any capacity while you're doing a master's or is that just in any capacity just as a general thing um i think when i'm doing a master's i probably i'm probably would just be focusing on that purely and any other job whatever but 
or anything I can fit in on the side but yeah. I think afterwards then in theatre I would act, like I would want to be yeah working on play in plays and stuff yeah, yeah. even if I was like to be honest I understand it's a really hard industry to get into so even if I was just working I, I mean I would rather be on the stage but even if yeah. I was just working backstage or something just yeah. as long as I get that experience I'm happy yeah so just being in that that sort of world not yeah the, that world not, exactly not not bashing backstage at all because because it takes a great amount, amount, amount of skill and that to, to yeah, be definitely. able to call a show and to be able to to operate right, right lighting and create sets and that but but um it's it's just that that inherent desire to want to be in the world yeah, of definitely and i think once you're in there then you can kind of go up from that and as i said it is a process so that's yeah 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 okay um okay moving to 10 years time so so 2031 um oh <laughs> <laughs> it's um is there anything you well have been have been a question that i've asked a few a few actors that have been on um okay if you could say 10 years time you you get a three month run in whatever play you want whatever theater you want what are you choosing well i think in terms of theater um, I would my literally my dream role would be playing Blanche Dubois from A Streetcar Named Desire. So yeah. I think that would literally I would feel definitely like I've made it if I got to perform as her. I would love that. I think um, in terms of other stuff, um, this is kind of like this sounds really silly when I say it. When I say it, to people people are always like, but um, I'll explain. Yeah. <laughs> So I mentioned the show Home and Away earlier mm. and I think in 10 years time I would like to be in Sydney um, and this would be the dream okay, um, yeah. performing, performing in acting in the show and I know this sounds as I said it sounds really odd when I just say it like that like why if you don't watch the show it kind of sounds like why would you just want to just be doing that mm-hmm. but I think I've watched the show my entire life and my mum has watched it since it came out and so I was literally, like, I was literally born into watching it. Yeah. And it's kind of been that one thing that has been like a constant for me throughout my life and something that I have always, even, I think it probably, even when I was like really, really young, it was probably the first thing that I realized, the first time I realized that I liked, that I wanted to do acting because I think I probably, I think I saw, I watched it and thought, well, I would love to be in that. Yeah. And so that hasn't, that has kind of been one of my like childhood and now like one of the things that i have always said oh i'd love to be in that show i that would literally be like something i have to do like a bucket list type thing so i think 10 years time i would love it like completely love it if i was on that show yeah and i think i think that's that's something we've talked about in the past in that yeah i think think so proper is one of those things where where you either really enjoy them or you just don't get them. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I mean. It's it's yeah, one I thought it's not it's not I don't think it's bad either way. Um but I think I think it's it's really interesting how how like you've literally grown out of it and that's 
a natural like no if I get in that then I've then I've done it and, and yeah exactly and, um it's tell me if wrong but it's almost like the um it's almost a validation thing, thing with your family as well yeah <laughs> be like it's something they've grown up exactly what, or it's, it's something they've been watching for so long and something that like they got me into exactly so it's like everyone in my family who's who watched it would be yeah. like they would be so amazed and that's the thing i get it like i get it's not for everyone which is why saying it to some people they'll often laugh at it they'll be like huh that's weird like why would you say that when you could say something entirely different as being you want to be in but it's like it is such a it is something so close to my heart now but but also it's everyone's personal journey it's exactly yeah something that's like that's like important to you may not be important to someone else but that doesn't matter because it's not them on that journey exactly yeah that's what i mean so that's what i would in 10 years time i would love to be doing that nice yeah (laughs) okay what um what do you define as success what success to you i think um well this is a bit cliche um but i remember hearing um a while ago that someone i can't remember who it was now it was a celebrity or something and they said that success is working until you no longer have to introduce yourself so i've always thought like after that oh yeah well it i will be successful when i no longer have to introduce myself but i think so that is kind of what, what i define success as for me personally yeah. um, i think also mainly success would be like if i think about this question properly like i think success would be and as you said this is another kind of cliche thing like i don't know but um success would be like me not me being happy and in what i'm doing and Mm. knowing that i yeah i think knowing that i'm happy with what i'm that sounds so basic but i just want to be happy in what i'm in the job that i am in and the obviously it has to relate to the acting industry yeah and but as long as I'm happy and as long as I'm doing something that I'm proud of, that I feel that challenges me, I think that is really where success is. Yeah, yeah. And I completely agree. I think no matter what what you're doing, as long as you're enjoying it. Exactly. Great. That's all, all you can ask for. Okay, what would you say is your biggest achievement so far in terms of acting? Um... I think it's quite hard to say because obviously like I've never done anything that's like truly that sounds bad now I'm just not putting myself down um, but like it's I've done different plays and stuff so it's kind of like it's kind of I'm proud of them but it's probably not my biggest achievement I I think partly one of my biggest achievements and it, as I said, it's going to sound lame to everyone else, is um, getting into UAL. Yeah. Because I kind of, I didn't, when I auditioned for it, I wasn't actually thinking of going to UAL at the time I auditioned. I, I kind of just put it down on my on the list of universities I was going to uh, apply for as just like, I just, I don't know, I wasn't really thinking about it. Like, I was, because at the time I had my St. Mary's um, place and yeah. I was thinking, probably go there so I kind of yeah. just auditioned for the for UAL as kind of like something else just to like, yeah, like, yeah, like that'd be cool but but didn't really think much beyond that exactly and I remember going on the day and I wasn't 
like I, when I was walking around the uni and stuff like that, I was thinking, well, I won't be going here. So I'm not really sure I'm going on the tour. I'm not really sure I'm doing this. And I remember the audition really vividly. And I wasn't really overthinking it at all. Like everyone else was really nervous. And I sort of was just going through them. That sounds bad, going through the motions. No, no, I, I, I think, I think like it's quite good that it's like, it's, it's, as we were saying before, and that like you're, you're performing at a point where you're almost not acting. Exactly. I was, yeah, that's because, what I mean. Because you're not overthinking it and because, because you're not thinking, well, if this goes wrong, I'm not getting it anywhere. Because exactly. you've got the, the safety of being like, well, I've got a place in St. Mary's. Yeah, exactly. If, if, if things just don't, if, if things don't, don't pan out. But, um, but yeah, it'd be great yeah, if, I got, if, exactly. if, if I got here. But it's like, yeah, you had this sort of, this sort of peace of mind of being like, yeah, I can just perform and be me. That's what I mean. I literally, that's exactly what I was doing. I was just, I wasn't overthinking it because I kind of thought, well, I might as well audition for here. If I don't get in, oh, wow, well, it's not too deep. Doesn't yeah. really matter. And then I did the interview and he offered me a place there and then i don't yeah. know if that's like a common thing at uao i'm not wasn't really sure i, I don't I'm, that that, that it, it happened for me as well but i don't know how common that is exactly yeah it's i wasn't really sure and yeah. i think and i was just really taken aback because i thought i hadn't really i wasn't expecting to get in here and i'd sort of just i remember in the interview i'd sort of just rambled and <laughs> I know that sounds really bad now, but it was kind of like no. Yeah. I I remember mine was very similar. It felt way more just like a conversation rather than an interview. Yeah, exactly. And I hadn't even, as I said, I hadn't really even been thinking. I don't think I I think I had prepared a few answers like in my head, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't so strict in my mind as that I'd rehearsed every single thing. I just sort of spoke as myself, and then to know that then I had the, a place there, it was like really um a big thing for me because yeah. I kind of hadn't had that didn't have that much faith in myself anyway to think that I would be able to get in especially during this time because I was at this time at sick form and as I said before it was kind of like I did feel quite insecure at times so it's yeah. kind of I didn't really think believe in myself that I could do that and so yeah. I think then knowing that I got in there and now it feeling like one of my biggest achievements is because it, I thought what it's kind of like the first step to me being in this industry like yeah, I yeah. dreamed about it for so long and now it's like as cliche as that sounds and now it's like I'm finally doing it if that yeah. makes sense yeah 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 totally it's just it's just like you feel like you're a step closer to it becoming a reality exactly yeah yeah you've literally just put it into words like exactly <laughs> what I mean <laughs> yeah okay. but yeah what would you say is is next for you then? I mean, um, in terms of acting, if you um, is it just getting the the degree and seeing what 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 like, what like happens, or have you because you talked about sort of sort of how you've got like a way you want things to happen? Um, yeah, what what's next for you? Well. I think I want to, yeah, I want to do the degree. And a lot of people have said to me, why don't you start auditioning for things um, on the side and stuff like that? But I'm, 
obviously I can't now because of corona really so it's quite difficult yeah. but I think in the summer of when we don't have university I would like to do um things maybe like volunteering maybe yeah. I don't know if this is a big thing but like um theatre camps and stuff like that or yeah. like um theatre clubs for younger children or I don't know whatever really I kind of as I said I'm kind of happy to do whatever because yeah. I it's yeah and so but I think while in the next three years I would like to mainly focus on my degree because I think that I work best when I can focus on one thing I'm not too good at juggling different things well, and that's, I, that's the thing is um a friend of mine who've been on on the podcast Jacob um is that is that he's 15 and they and they actually don't allow any of their students to to audition for anything while they're studying um, yeah, exactly. which, which which initially I thought that's a bit harsh but that, but then Jacob was was telling me about it and I was like no it makes complete sense because it's like it's yeah. like you they're just like you're not ready to be to be going into something professional yet yeah, yeah. the reason you're you're like here and studying is is so that like whenever you come out of it you are ready exactly that's what i mean and i think i think that if i hadn't been going to uni then obviously i would Mm. and i possibly would feel ready but i just i would prefer to just have one and as i said it sounds very i feel like people who are listening are going to be like thinking that's really weird but it's just that i'd like to yeah i like to focus on one thing and put my complete all into it so then i know Mm. that like that is no i think i think it's good because it's just like you don't want to be you don't want to be um sort of being like i'll try this and this and this and this instead instead you want to be like i want to do this i want to put everything into it so then it turns out the best that it can exactly yeah move on to something else yeah that is exactly what i'm what i intend to do because i think a lot of the time as well like in the past when i've been studying and stuff if i've had multiple things going on at the same time i'm don't put my it's harder for me to put everything into it and that's what i i just want this to yeah completely go like exactly how i want it to go in terms of like work and stuff like perfectly and then i just move on to the next thing and the next thing like yeah 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 because it's especially with this industry it's like it's so easy to be to be offered something and to be like oh i really want to do that but but like just just being like no focus on focus on this yeah. make sure you get this right and then and then if the opportunity comes up again great but just know there'll be other opportunities yeah, exactly there's you've got a long career coming so of course yeah there's the opportunities that will come up exactly um, like all the time after after you need yeah. to do all that so like for now i think i just want to focus on that yeah yeah but exactly. i do I do like intend to carry on with like singing and stuff and act like mm. of course but yeah 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 okay as have we finished is there anything you want to plug how can people find you how can they keep up to date with what with what 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 you're doing um performance wise and and all of that um I don't think it's anything well actually to keep up to date with what I'm doing you can just follow my Instagram which which is just my name Estelle Warner but I and we'll put that in yeah that'll be in the notes anyway so people can find that um but yeah 
it's yeah, a, other, I don't think there's anything else I want to plug. Awesome, awesome. Well, it's been great having you on, and, and I'm sure everyone would have really enjoyed enjoyed listening to to um to everything. And I'm sure there'll be there'll be a lot a lot coming up um like during the the, the degree and beyond. I hope so. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Cool. So you've just listened to Estelle's episode of the podcast. Um, yeah, it was great. I think it's so cool to see how she's got a real plan for a career and she knows how she wants it to plan to pan out. Whether that'll be what actually happens, we don't know because well, that's the life of being a performer and being creative is you just don't know what's gonna happen. Um you can only plan so much, which is fun and scary um but yeah and that about wraps up this week for the creative space podcast join me next week where i've got another great guest another great conversation for you don't forget to follow me on instagram at cdundeactor to keep up to date with all things creative space until next time keep creating <laughs>